welcome to Don't Tell Mama, where we spill the sweet tea on all things Southern. I'm Mandy. I'm Leah. I'm Katie. And you're listening to Don't, Don't Tell Mama. I really think hell has frozen over Katie. Why? Well, I had a birthday recently, as you know, as I am a Leo. Yes, so yes. I had a very recent birthday. And for my birthday, Ed took me to Universal Studios and the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. And if anyone knows my husband, Ed, he is the most un-theme park man ever. He it's- is anti-theme park. <laughs> He loves nature. He loves adventure. And to him, a theme park is the exact opposite of that. Ed at a theme park is, it it shouldn't happen. It's not a thing that should happen in the world. (laughs) Yeah, it's such an odd thing. It's so weird. (laughs) But he embraced it. He didn't complain about the price tags of some of the stuff. And he just went with it. We rode rode rides. We ate the overpriced food. He uh, discovered in the theme park that they serve alcohol. And after that, the trip got a lot better. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. So yeah, he, he would mix a Strongbow and the fire whiskey that they serve at the World of Harry Potter as like a mixed drink. <laughs> nice, nice. Did you get some butter beer? Yes, I tried the frozen butter beer as per our friend Austin's recommendation. And it was really good. Nice, very cool. So I can't complain. I was so hopped up on sugar that first day. Cause I was like, I'm eating all the snacks. I'm eating all the things. So I got a uh, clotted cream, ice cream. I got the frozen butter beer. Uh, there was some other things that I bought as well throughout the day. <laughs> I even got these like s'mores they make. They like do these chocolate chip s'mores, which are kind of like homemade moon pies with different toppings. And it was pretty, it was, that one was the most disappointing though, for sure. It was like, it was kind of stale and old. <laughs> Gotcha. So plus the alcohol. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Visiting a theme park when you're older has a whole other feel to it. It's it pretty nice. It certainly does. Have you been to Universal Studios? I have not been to Universal Studios, only Disney. And in my mind, all theme parks are pretty much like the same concept. So it just like they all kind of that's why I keep calling. <laughs> that's why I keep thinking you've gone to Disney World, man. Oh, I might as well, but with with a little less great customer service. Even though right. the people were very nice, but there's just definitely some moments where I'm like, that wouldn't happen at Disney World. <laughs> This episode is all about Southern destinations we like to hate on. (laughs) Oh, yes. And our special guest is Mandy's cat, Charlie Boy. He's joining us because Leah is not here. So it's just Mandy and I. (laughs) We already miss her. It already feels like a big empty room, but we are going to carry on, carry on. And these are, this is a really good I think minefield of topics to talk about so yeah basically it's places that southerners flock to for their holiday vacations and 
some of some of the things we love, some of the things we hate, and we just want to have real talk about them, like just the honest to God's truth of how we feel about them. I do want to put a little caveat in here. I am anti a lot of some things with Southern destinations, but if you like them, that is totally cool. We are not hating on anyone who likes them. And yes. if you want to spend every one of your vacations in one of these places, if you are a Disney family, that is totally cool. But what we're saying is in our scope of experience, meeting our personalities, meeting our interests, sometimes they don't align. So no one get offended, but I hope you will all have a good laugh at this. Don't get your panties in a lot. This exactly. is just an opinion. <laughs> Let it roll off. Mm-hmm. We just seem to notice a trend in family vacations, like where families from the South choose to flock to. Also, it's really funny because we actually come from one of these places. Yes. And it has yes. a long history of tourism since about the 1920s. Mm-hmm. So Biloxi and the Mississippi Gulf Coast have had their own tourism thing going on for a long time. And there's a lot of people who actually come to where we live for vacations. So I just have to throw that out there. But yeah, let's get let's started on the list, Katie. Very good. Okay, so number one is Disney World or you, theme parks. Let's just put it there. But Disney World, matter of factly, being the number one place that Southerners love to travel to. And we're talking Kissimmee. Is it in Kissimmee, Yeah, Florida? Kissimmee, Florida, outside Orlando. Yeah. Outside uh, Orlando. Yeah, so how I got to um, Universal Studios is my husband was already there for a work conference or trade show and was staying with a good friend and I flew down and met him. I had a direct flight. I thought it was in Orlando. It was Sanford airport, which is 55 minutes from Orlando, by the way, but it was a direct flight for 40 bucks. So you can't really complain and you definitely get what you pay for. I thought they were going to ask one of us to fly the plane, (laughs) but the one good thing Katie is they like loaded that plane real quick. Those cheap flights, they load that plane quick. (laughs) Nice. I don't like to dilly dally right there. Let's get on. (laughs) Like when I traveled to China, that was one thing I actually appreciated about China was you get on the train, you get on the plane and you don't you don't stop. If you, if you pause, you're going to miss it. Yep. And like, you know, just efficiency. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And then, so, and then we spent a day and a half or so in Universal Studios, like I mentioned, but when I started looking up things around Orlando, in fairness, so we're going to go move on and talk about Disney and Orlando and Universal Studios specifically in a second, but there's actually a lot of things to do in Orlando. When I started looking, they have a lot of restaurants. They have a bunch of little like town squares and walkable areas. Their downtown was really nice. And I was, I was kind of pleasantly surprised. They have swamp tours, of course, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and spring uh, paddles at right outside the city or not too far from the city where you can paddle these like crystal blue lakes with big crevices. You can see straight down to the bottom from. Ooh, that so, sounds lovely. Yeah. So there's a lot more. To, I just wanted you to know, say there's a lot more to Orlando. And we actually went and ate a few. Pl- we found a big Asian mart because that's what me and I do, of course. That was pretty good. And we also tr- went to a Cuban diner. That was really Cuban good. Food. I love Cuban food too. So Florida, South Florida has some really good Cuban food. So I was like, there's got to be a good place for Cuban food. It was so busy. We just had to get the food to go and eat it in the truck. So it was a lot of fun. Nice. So ways we like to uh, uh, diss or hate on the theme parks. 
Is that what we should go into next? Or yes. should we talk let's, about Let's rip that band-aid right off, Katie. They <laughs> let's are, drag them. <laughs> they are outrageously expensive. So, Katie. So expensive. So, one quote I got for Disney and or Universal Studios together was more than what we paid for our five-week Europe backpacking trip we took in 2014 per person no way i can't believe you looked up numbers for that that is astonishing <laughs> yeah and then our tickets just to the theme park were like over 500 dollars a day for two people a day a day luckily we did like opening to close and then an afternoon the next day because we were just theme parked out by then. <laughs> right um right. and disney is more expensive Mm-hmm. Cause you pay extra for like certain things like fast pass and you know, all this different, all these different like bells and whistles, like different experiences. Um, yeah. you know, there's just a lot. <laughs> and there's something about going to a theme park inside a really interesting like state or city that it just doesn't feel like traveling. Like you're there, that's your destination. You're not actually seeing anything else out. You know, it's mm-hmm. just rides and rides and more rides. Or shows and yeah. shows and the rush, you know, the themed restaurants. So exactly. I, I know many people who just drive like overnight and go to the, you know, Disney world or Disney parks in Florida from where we live, it's about an eight to 10 hour drive, depending on traffic. And if you take the toll roads, and right. they drive and they go straight to the theme park and then they drive home when they're done. Like they don't stop, you know, really and do anything else. They wow. use their, but then again, we're in America. We don't have a lot of vacation time to play with as a, as a general rule. How many times have you been to Disney? Probably three times in my mm-hmm. lifetime. How about you, Mandy? Yeah, I've been to Universal Studios two times and then I've been mm-hmm. to Disney two times. I went to Universal Studios when I was a senior in high school. And that was a fun trip. As my mm-hmm. band director, Miss Newbie said, you can go in as many pukey rides as you want. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it was with your high school friends. And we were, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old. So we were into the pukey rides then. Yep. And yep. we had a good time with that. And then I went this past summer, obviously. And Disney, I think maybe one of my jaded things to Disney is I went with my family when I was 13. And that is definitely past Disney age. And I have two younger siblings. My sister's four and a half years younger than me. And my brother is eight years younger than me. So, Mm -hmm. and I was already 13. So it definitely was a fun experience, but it wasn't like that magical, like I was an eight-year-old child Disney experience. Mm -hmm. And I went again with Lucky Day in USM. Nice, nice. Right after Katrina. (laughs) Do you like, I feel like it's just, there's something so miserable about like the, the heat in, in a theme park or in Florida mm-hmm. when you, and then you want to go on vacation in the summer because that's usually when you have some time off. And so the heat is just miserable. Like the, it's, it's almost like they planned it. So you end up having to buy the drinks, having to buy the snacks and having mm-hmm. to buy all those things to help you survive the, <laughs> the terrible swampy weather. <laughs> But the heat makes everyone so cranky. It does. It goes so bad. And yeah. it felt good a couple, like in the mornings, but then that evening, the heat radiated off that concrete. Uh, theme parks probably would not be like on our top five list of like places to go see or no. <laughs> how do we want to rank this? Like, <laughs> no, I wanna... would say if y'all asked me to go on like a, let's drink our way through Epcot Disney trip, I would be the first one on the plane. Like, yes. you know, yes. and I just, you just have to take them for what they are. And I think maybe 
Universal Studios and Disney every like five to 10 years is enough for me. Yes. Maybe yes. 10 years. I would give it that. I would go for like my nieces or nephews or if a family member or a friend asked me to go. But I mean, I went, I easily, for the price I was quoted for a four days at Disney, I could have, I easily went back and forth from China for less than that for me and Ed and for two weeks, for a two week trip. Right. Right. So just to put it in perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Absurd. Yes. Okay. Okay. Have we bashed Disney enough? (laughs) I think so. Well, let's, okay. So let's say we're not too ugly. What do you like about Disney? Um, I can say I do like the feeling of walking down Main Street and seeing the castle for the first time. That does bring a little kid side of me. And also at Universal Studios, there's a big wall that hides Diagon Alley and you like dip through the wall and it's just this huge dragon on top of Gringotts that breeds fire. And that is a really good, like powerful magic moment. And I definitely can say it's worth the trip for those two moments at those two places. Yeah. I would say my favorite thing about theme parks, I guess, is the nightlife, the night shows, like all the fireworks Mm -hmm. and the light shows and the parades. Like that's Mm -hmm. probably the coolest part to me. The next one on the list is a big one. And it is a quick day's drive from where we grew up is I'm going to call it the stretch. It's actually Gulf. We said Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, which they're right Mm -hmm. next to each other. But you really can, can extend that to Gulf Shores all the way to Destin. Right. Like you can interchange all, a lot of those places. So that makes sense. I've been to Gulf Shores several times. I've gone for day trips. I've gone for the long weekends. When I was a kid, my parents took me camping there in a camper, a seventies camper my grandparents owned. Nice. So that's a memory. <laughs> cool. Have you been to all those places? Yeah, I've been to uh, the beaches along that coast multiple times and they all kind of have their same feel and um, the same kind of seafood restaurants, the same kind of uh, like nightlife. They're, they're fun if you like to go to the beach. Um, is there a lot to do kind of no, like and other if- than the beach? And if no. you get rained out that weekend, it can be a real bummer in those places for sure. I do love the stretch. I like Pensacola a lot better than Orange Beach and Gulf Shores for sure. And I really like south of Gulf, um, south of Pensacola in the Navarre, uh, Santa Rosa Island, Gulf Breeze area of Florida. I really like all those areas. They have some yeah. really nice, uh, there's one little campground that has a hot tub and little mini <gasps> cabins. So you could either camp or bring a camper or like stay in one of their cabins. They have a hot tub. It does face, I think like the bay, it doesn't face like the open ocean, but it's not far mm-hmm. from Santa Rosa Island. And there's a really, really good Puerto Rican barbecue place called JJ mm. Chagos. And if you don't get there early enough, like their good stuff sold out. Like oh they do like goodness. a set amount of meat or whatever they smoke. And it's <laughs> once it's gone, it's once gone, it's gone, it's gone. But, and it's a tiny nice. little house converted into a restaurant and it is so good for Ed. Ed goes all the time for kayak fishing to uh, right. that Florida area for sure. He, he fishes all that because you can just paddle a mile or two when you're in open water with like really deep drop-offs to catch like the big fish here you have to paddle past the barrier islands to do that so it's a fun place for water activities like you said beach paddle boards kayaking fishing for sure a lot of seafood restaurants 
Mm-hmm. And, but to me, it's really like overrated, <laughs> especially Gulf Shores and uh, Orange Beach. I don't hate them. And fl- it, believe me, if someone calls and's like, let's go there next weekend, I got a place, I would totally jump in the car and go. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. are a very popular destination for people for summer vacations, for sure, as well. Right. And some of the bars get a little untasteful at night it gets a little rough we actually did my bachelorette trip to Destin oh fun yeah (laughs) and we went though we went like a week or two after Labor Day so the place was cheaper but it's still just as hot so it was a nice weekend for sure so I, I think out of all of those I've been to Orange Beach the most we used to go like every year for New Year's with some high school friends of mine and and I feel like we always did the same things we always went to that area with the uh, Ferris wheel we always mm-hmm. went um, out to dinner at the same restaurant I had a Girl Scout troop and for their senior year we went on a cruise for them graduating and we went the week after school got out to a carnival mm-hmm. cruise that left out of New Orleans it was a little wild oh my it was, gosh <laughs> it was a little wild <laughs> Wow. It was that like was... the redneck love boat. I don't know. It was a little, <laughs> it was a, little a lot. So another one, I would say this is like definitely in the top five of people's vacation destinations is Gatlinburg in the Smoky Mountains. Taking Dollywood out of the picture and just talking about like Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, that area. Mm-hmm. It is so cheesy and outdated. I hate it. Oh my God. <laughs> I know we went to, so I went, me, Leah, I wish Leah was here for the story. So <laughs> me too. The week before Thanksgiving, a while ago, I think it was 2013 was the year. Maybe we went camping, me, Leah, DJ, and Ed, all went, we went camping in the Smokies and one day it was raining. So we went down to Gatlinburg and thank God our first stop was the old Smoky Mountain Distillery. Yeah. We took like the free sample shots because that made yes. it a lot more like stomachable because I went down the road and I was like, I effing hate this place. It is yep. so bad. I like the ma- the hiking in the Smoky Mountains and we had a great time. Actually, we had to come back down the hill because it was supposed to snow that night and it did but we took out a, a discount on AAA hotel from your mom's AAA card nice. and went down the hill Ed was so disappointed he didn't get to run that run that explore down the Aww. down the snowy drifts of the of the mountain but we're like yeah. no we're not gonna sleep in the snow tonight we're not doing that and it was good a choice. good it was good a good choice. trip but I was like yeah like Gatlinburg is a lot so actually we went back to the Smoky Mountains the week of Mardi Gras because we had a like a three-day holiday for for uh Mardi Gras this year because President's Day fell before Mardi Gras and then the week before something with my schedule worked out so where I took the Friday like the week before off so I had like a four-day five-day weekend 
So me and Ed did drive back to the Smoky Mountains, but we stayed on the North Carolina side in a little Airbnb. This sweet little old couple ran. It was attached to their garage. We sat, it's a loft apartment. And I sat down while Ed was like fiddling in the kitchen and I saw a mouse run from under the door. <laughs> I was like, well, whatever. <laughs> they like baked us cookies for Valentine's Day. Oh, that was the other holiday. Valentine's Day was Aww. that weekend too. There were like four holidays that weekend. Whoa, and dang. Okay. We, we just drove like, drove around and hiked for, and drove around and like explored for the mountains for three days or so. And it was a fun trip. So it was cold and wet. And there was a freeze the next day. It froze in Mississippi. And then the freeze was coming, like pushing up. So we left before the, it iced over. And as we were driving home, it got colder. Oh, dang. It was so weird. It froze like while we were gone. So, but it was a like yeah. a lot funner way to experience the Smoky Mountains. So there are right. other ways to do it. <laughs> the right. place didn't have a hot tub, but it was warm. It had direct TV. <laughs> it had a there kitchenette. We, you know, had a sweet little couple who wanted to like be our best friends, but they couldn't because of COVID. So, you know, and if y'all want the name of this place, send me a message. I will send you my Airbnb link for that yeah, place. It was fantastic. DM just DM me. <laughs> I was fantastic. So even though Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge can be a lot, there are other ways to do the Smoky Mountains. The next place is a place that we have all been together at the same time. It was, it is, it was, I don't know why I'm saying this. It did not break off and drop into the sea. It is <laughs> past tense. <laughs> past tense. It is Savannah, Georgia, which is one of my favorite places in the South. Right. It is one of my favorite destinations for sure. It is not an easy stretch to get there though, from where we live on the Gulf coast. It is a good 10 hour drive. <laughs> or you have to fly. So right. what do you say is your favorite thing about Savannah, Katie? The history, the mm-hmm. specifically the paranormal history. Yes. <laughs> they have the, we've talked about this already on this, on the previous episode. Yeah. Exactly. They have the best ghost tours. They have so many, but we definitely recommend Jan from ghost yes. talks, ghost walks. They are very reasonably priced and she is fantastic. I love that Savannah meets colonial America with Southern America. Things we hate about Savannah. What do you, what do you dislike about Savannah, Mandy? It's got a ve- very sweltering sticky heat as well. I've both yes. times I've been, it was summer getting to either towards the summer or during summer. I've been to Savannah three times. Ed and I went on our road trip, we drove to the Keys and drove up that Atlantic coast mm-hmm. and Savannah was our last stop. And then I went, we went for Leah's bachelorette weekend. And then I went for a day after Tabitha's bachelorette weekend with a friend and nice. definitely the heat. Uh, it's not easy to find a reasonably priced place to stay. Mm-hmm. We stuffed how many of us into one Airbnb with a <laughs> two bedroom Airbnb with one bathroom was it six of us? I think it was six of us. Yeah. Six of us, one bathroom, six girls, one bathroom. Yeah. (laughs) Think what you like about that. (laughs) (laughs) The nightlife can get pretty rowdy there as well. (laughs) Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Even though Savannah Smiles dueling piano bar is a (gasps) lot of fun. Like it is so much fun. It's, it's like, a, it's like a dueling pianos bar on crack. I've never been to one that exciting and that like pumping. Like it was so fun. You could it yell really and was. scream the lyrics of your favorite song all night long for sure. 
Yeah, it was perfect. And I, there's a lot of good places to eat. Leopold's ice cream, if we're talking about sweet treats. I actually, so there's the Yard Milkshake Bar and they have one in Diaberville now where they do like the souped up milkshakes, like cake. With all the candy cake. and stuff stuffed in them and tons yeah, of whipped cream. They, but they have like... one in Orange Beach too. And we tried it and it was oh, like cool. a lot because we had to wait in line for 30 minutes and everything. But I definitely say Leopold's is better than that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love Leopold's. They're and a staple. They've been there mm-hmm. for so long. And every time I've gone, I've been to a Australian themed coffee shop, breakfast, lunch place called the Collins Quarter. We went there for our last breakfast before we left. So that's a really good place and they're reasonably priced. They're, you know, they're nice for a cafe, but I felt like their prices were within our budget. (laughs) Right. I agree. Some good flat whites and some good food, Mm -hmm. especially for breakfast. Um, and it does have its touristy stretches to me. That river walk is like total tourist, even though they do have Savannah Bee Company, which I like their stuff, like their products as well. Exactly. So it just depends on what kind of feel you want. You can go for a touristy or you can, you mm-hmm. know, kind of stay away from that area. And they have like a really good, if any of y'all watch the show Outer Banks, they have a really nice like Outer Banks looking area called Skidaway State Park as well. And it's like all these little bayous and inlets and bridges and big oak trees with moss and it's a really scenic area and we camped there where we stayed the first time lovely very cool so we have some honorable mentions we'd like to talk about austin texas which is being blown up over the years i went there for my sister's bachelorette weekend and they have like a happening it's like a weird cowboy meets country meets hipster it's so mm-hmm. weird it's such a bizarre like place now <laughs> <laughs> but you get all the texas you know Although, you know, bigger in Texas benefits like Bucky's and H-E-B grocery stores. <laughs> and they have like a, a really hop in like downtown area. We did the little bike pedal tour things where you drink oh, and cool. pedal a big bike. Nice. And the guy and a guy like on a microphone in the middle that is not pedaling and just steering yells at you to pedal harder. <laughs> have you been to Austin? I have not been to Austin. I have only been to um, Texas for a wedding and I went there for an evening and then we came back. I think the wedding was in um, Houston area Mm -hmm. um, and we didn't actually visit any of the places. It's funny because I have friends and family that live there. I've just never had a chance to like or never mm-hmm. taken a chance to go out there and spend some time. I've been but, going to Houston a lot. Actually, I've been to Houston twice in the past uh, since COVID hit. I've gone to see our friend Stephanie, who's yep. another mutual friend. I've gone a couple of weekends and we've had a lot of fun. We oh, had yeah. a g- great time. Uh, Houston's not too far from Galveston. If you want another like historic ghosty, that's another good ghost place cool. as well. And Houston, you can literally eat or shop for anything you could ever desire because it's such a big city with such a like diverse population of people so we really enjoyed when we go going to the big asian marts there and me and stephanie found a place to get uh 30 40 foot massages and body massages for an hour we also found korean corn dogs we just have a good old time when we go for sure um so nashville tennessee is a place that i've been to and, and i, I have not <laughs> mandy has it okay so we'll so switch this is kind of fun <laughs> i slept in a tent like 15 miles outside of nashville in a state mm-hmm. park to begin our trip down the natchez trace 
okay a long time ago but we did not go into Nashville so I have not been to Nashville yeah so uh, it's not it's like it's not my favorite place but because it does it, it it like it is also kind of one of those places where it just it feels old and cheesy but then again there are places like the Grand Ole Opry that are there and so that's like you know, an iconic legendary place anyone would want to go see, but it has a lot of history, lots of music history, which is super interesting. But Nashville itself is like, if you're not a music person, mm-hmm. <laughs> our, our good friends, Jerry and Mark lived there for a while. And when we stayed with them in Vegas last summer, they did not have nice things to say about Nashville, mm-hmm. about no. living there. They said it was not a nice place to live. It was not like a great place to be. <laughs> No, not really. Um, I think it's another overpopulated place that just kind of um, hasn't been, uh, it it doesn't feel like it's progressed, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I've been trying to think of one uh, that I can add to the list. Like, (sighs) I saw a lot of people that went to Hot Springs, Arkansas this year. And that's one that's never been on my radar. But I've just seen like multiple people on my Facebook went to hot springs arkansas same i've never i've uh never thought to go to arkansas for a <laughs> for a vacation but hot springs arkansas okay okay when um, i was in mcnair we went to a like 4-h camp then they did like a, a graduate prep like a graduate entry graduate school entry prep seminar one summer okay and it was an interesting experience but it was so awkward there and like we would just get in the rented cars and go like to the movies, go out to eat just to like get away from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was outside Little Rock and Pine, Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And then our friend Linda lives in another little town. And me and my dad went and man, we were running out of things to do, waiting on the wedding to start. We <laughs> stayed the weekend. And it's a good memory with my dad, but we went to these two huge antique marks. We went all that we walked all the way around the little area. They had like a reservoir. We walked that, <laughs> we drove around, we'd see like, a fruit stand and we're like let's stop let's go <laughs> there's also memphis which is a whole memphis. other other monster i've only stayed one night in memphis did not go to graceland did not go to bill street did eat barbecue though and stayed at the you peabody didn't, you so didn't we go to bill street yeah well i was with i was with my graduate school group so oh, I, couldn't. <laughs> I see that was a, that was a big see. no-no going to partying <laughs> i gotcha yeah, Beale you know, Street no. is like the uh, Bourbon Street of New Orleans. For mm-hmm. you know, Beale Street is Tennessee's like Bourbon Street. Yeah, um, they we've uh, Brady and I have gone to Beale Street Music Festival a few times. He's he's gone plenty of times, but mm-hmm. I I think I've gone twice. And that is an underrated music festival, I would say. Because oh, this is like uh, I like to hear this. Now we can start getting more positive. <laughs> yeah, some of these places. So uh, Beale Street. because it's kind of a smaller music festival it feels like they get the big names every other year so we're talking kind of more local stuff you know in between which is really nice they kind of balance it Mm -hmm. out but that also helps the ticket prices so we're talking like a really affordable music festival and you're getting a great deal because you're seeing tons of artists in one small in like three day period you know all right so I think we've bashed these destinations uh well enough uh Mandy it was nice chatting with you and yes, always fun <laughs> you're gonna hear a lot from the two of us together the next couple episodes but it'll be good
Yep, it's our duty to take care of the uh, the next few topics. So look forward yeah. to that. Yeah, the podcast is our baby, and we got custody of it right now. We're, we're watching <laughs> it for we're watching it for the end of August, September timeframe. <laughs> right. So we'll see y'all next time. Uh, thanks for listening. All right. Bye. For more stories and all things Southern, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcast or wherever you find your podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and other social media platforms at Don't Tell Momo. We would like to give a big thank you to David Sewell for the original music. Thank you to all of our Momos who have inspired us along the way. And thank you to Anchor for your incredibly user-friendly site. 